see everybody Tuesday Night Live. Hope you are doing good. All right, hopping right in tonight. This is a Corey Mills video. What's getting really hot again on social media is Bear Shelves Biden. Play it for me. So I'm visiting some family, and uh, this is Joe Biden's no supply chain issues at all. This is the no issues with supply chain, Joe Biden, while Pete Buttigieg and everyone else is sitting on vacation and sitting in Delaware on the beach. This is what we have, empty shelves. This is the Joe Biden America. You see, all the truth is starting to come out now, All everything. Everything is starting to come out, all of the repercussions of all these COVID lockdowns and this COVID idiocy that has gone on for 22 months of 15 days to flatten the curve is starting to come out. They can lie all they want. You can be a Democrat all you want, but you know what? The same empty shelves that are there for me are there for you too. Let's go to the Patrick tweet. No one, I just threw this in here, really doesn't have anything to do with the bare shelves, but I couldn't resist it since one of Bill Gates' big... Uh, items of interest for the future. One of the things that he really wants to establish is that all of us eat fake meat. Well, there's the, there you go at the counter. All of the regular meat, the real meat, the cow meat is absolutely gone. And all of the Bill Gates style fake meat is all there to the right. Tell me how it, it really, does Burger King make money with their fake veggie burgers? It, absolutely not. It's all just part of an agenda. That's all that it is. Let's go to the next, let's go to the next thing. Trisha tweet. Just showing you the evidence now from around the United States. Here's Southwestern PA, bare shelves. You've never seen it before. I've never, here in Florida, we have bare shelves once or twice every couple years. And the only reason why is for hurricanes because everyone go, goes and buys hurricane supplies. Never before have we ever seen this. Don't let anybody lie to you. This is not my 53 years here in the United States. Never have, have I seen this before, especially when there's absolutely no calamity going on whatsoever. And the pandemic is not calamity. Let's go to the next one. Just keep, we're just going to keep showing empty, uh, empty Shores videos around the country. Here's Tori uh, Zaluga Kassar tweet, uh, bread Walmart today, Dunkirk, New York, absolutely empty shelves right there. Go to the next one for me. Uh, Walmart, Fairabout, uh, Minnesota, empty shelves. Go to the next one. Christina Wong, yesterday at Giant in Alexandria, Virginia, empty shelves again. Here we go. Now, Trump happened to uh, visit a place where there were some empty shelves. Captain Deplorable video. Play it for me. Walmart, fantastic place. But you look at it, we're dealing with bare shelves all over again. And there's no plan to fix it. You see what it says? No plan, Joe. Absolutely no plan. It's a disgusting thing. We're dealing with bare shelves everywhere. It's embarrassing what's happening to our country, believe me. All right, there we go. All right, moving on. Let's get into some COVID stats tonight. Disclosed TV video. New director Walensky says CDC. Now what they're doing now, the rats are scurrying from the sinking ship. Just picture that off the coast of wherever, and, this, and the boat is sinking, the ship is sinking, and all the rats are jumping off. That's what they're doing. Why are they doing that? Because 
People like Senator Ron Johnson, when he wins his reelection coming up, he'll be heading up committees, many other Republicans, because there will be a red wave. The Republicans will own the House and the Senate. All of the investigative uh, investigation committees will be run by Republicans. And they will. And listen, hopefully we, we elect the right Republicans because the Blue Bloods, the establishment Republicans do absolutely nothing. The Mitt Romneys of the world, the Ben Sasses of the world, the Murkowskis of the world, the Susan Collins of the world, Lindsey Grahams of the world, Mitch McConnell's of the world, they do nothing. But hopefully there will be an American first, populist, nationalist, uh, move red wave move in the Republican Party, an election, electoral landslide. So hopefully we get the right people in place. I think that we will. And the, while they're, why, the reason why they're all running is because they are going to be put under oath. Now, I've been saying this now for a very long time. All, all these people, if we can march all we want. I, I want to make this clear. I am not against people protesting. I myself would not show up at a protest in D.C. Other protests, maybe. But not in D.C., not with, all the, not with all the FBI infiltrating all the protests in D.C. Great to protest. I've been a part of, of several protests. I get it, like it, all that stuff. But if we really want to win, what happens is, is you have to coagulate a whole bunch of money and get all of these people under oath. That's what has to happen. Now, that's what's going to happen. Is Rochelle Walensky here on this video, she knows that she's about to be under oath. Fauci is panicking because his emails are coming to light through Project Veritas. Even though they're probably still heavily redacted, they won't be for Republicans on committee, whatever committee it may be. So they all know this is happening. This is what we have prayed for on the show. Not just me, but probably numerous others. But this is what we've prayed for that they would be exposed for everyone practicing evil, hates the light, and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. It is starting to happen, so they're starting to confess. You know, And I'll say this, because I've got this off of somebody else, and if I could remember who it was, I would give due credit where credit is due. But they said, you know, everybody is doing this now. They're actually, you know, they're coming forward because they know what the consequences are about to be. And the person said, you know what? If you're somebody who wants to get, get right now while you still can get right, if you're a whistleblower, you need to do it now. You need to come out and say, you know what? Right now, here's what I know. You need to do it now before you are under oath. Now here's Ro uh, Rochelle Walensky. Says CDC will provide data on how many of the, uh, of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID. Play it for me. Do you know how many of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID but they had other comorbidities? Do you have that breakdown? Um, yes, of course, with Omicron, we're following that very carefully. Our death registry, of course, um, takes a few weeks to and is, uh, takes a few weeks to collect. Um, and of course, Omicron has just been with us for a few weeks, but those data will be forthcoming. There's the thing. First of all, she didn't answer the question. If you happen to know, she didn't answer one thing that Brett Bear asked her. But here's 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 what she's asked. How many of those people died with COVID and how many of these people died of COVID? Now, here's my question. And I say this even with even even applying it to Fox News. How is it that back in April of 2020, really probably March, I'm not probably giving myself enough credit. And it's not just me. Most of you that are watching this podcast 
were doing the exact same thing. How is it that all of us knew back in April of 2020 that most of the CDC stats were absolutely garbage because the CDC changed the rules for death certificates? And ever, I, wanna, I haven't brought this up in a while. But from 2003 to 2020, the death certificate rules were, were the same. And not just till 2020, till March of 2020. Kind of strange. All these coincidences, right? Event 201, two months before the outbreak of COVID, right? Just a coincidence. A lab leak from a lab that's funded by Anthony Fauci and EcoHealth Alliance with doing gain-of-function research, and it's a gain-of-function virus. It's just all coincidence, right? And then you have CDC rules for death certificates that are dramatically changed. How it used to work was the, pre the predominant cause of death was listed as number one, and any mitigating factors were listed as number, as number two. They reversed that, applying strictly to COVID. Whenever COVID was, was involved, COVID became number one. So if a person had stage four lung cancer, and, they all, and then they died, or they were about to die, they had three days left, but they tested positive with a PCR test, weren't, had no symptoms, nothing, and then died three days later, it was marked down as a COVID death. Under the old rules that went from 2003 to 2020, you can check all of this, it's absolutely true. Under the old rules of 2003 to 2020, it was the opposite. The cause of death would have been listed as lung cancer and a contributing factor. If the person had no symptoms, it wouldn't even been listed as COVID. Think of, and, and I want you to think about the extremes of this. If there, was, if there was no symptomatic COVID, it wouldn't even been listed on the previous death certificate that went from for 17 years, 03 to, to 20. So nothing. But even if COVID was, a, was some sort of a mitigating factor, maybe the person had a low-grade temperature, you could put it down maybe as a contributing factor, but it would still be number two under the old rules. Immediately now, for COVID only, for COVID only, nobody, nothing else, so, you know, again, somebody has stage four lung cancer and maybe they got a, a regular common cold. That still wouldn't change the death certificate. But for COVID only, you switch number one, the, the line number one on the death certificate and line number two, you switch them for COVID only. So if the person tested positive for COVID one day before they died of stage four lung cancer, cause of death was listed as COVID-19. They also changed their rules in that all that a doctor needed to do was presume that it was COVID for somebody to actually have COVID. That's why you see the alleged 836,000 people dying of COVID. Now, I want you to think of this. The average age of death for somebody with COVID, of dying of COVID, alleged, and again, was it really of COVID, is 79. 79 years of age and the average age of death in America is 77. What kind of pandemic is it? So now they're having to answer because what eventually happens is some truth tellers will come forward and see it's starting to happen. Even in the state of New York, where it was found out that 50%, 51% actually of their COVID, COVID hospitalizations, the people weren't in there for COVID. When you are asked to justify statistics like 836,000 deaths, is it Rochelle Walensky, director of the CDC, is it people with COVID 
or is it people uh, dying of COVID? Is it people dying with COVID or people dying of COVID? It's over. Now, the problem is, is that we're 22 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Everybody has known this. They have known this pretty much from day one. They've known this. I've been talking about this since March or April of 2020 because people have known about this. Now they're going to try to play their shell game. Well, now we're looking at this. Why now? Why is it now that cloth masks don't work? Is Omicron smaller than Alpha? Is Omicron smaller than Delta? And you have Scott Gottlieb, the notorious vaccine pimp and whore and book whore that he is member of the Pfizer board going on every mainstream media uh, outlet and talking about his expertise in virology? Why is it now that Scott Gottlieb is saying that cloth masks don't work? He didn't know it as the esteemed virologist that he was, he didn't know that six months ago when he was pushing for, the, pushing for cloth masks? They've known all of this from day one and we do not need to let them, we cannot let them escape. They must answer under oath every question about how they handled this pandemic. All right, let's go to the next thing. I don't even know where I'm at. Jack Pasovic. I don't think the COVID brains have really factored in the CDC's admission that all the numbers were inflated. Yeah, you, know, you noticed, leave this up. You noticed that she never said, oh, no, it's, it's, not, it's not people that are dying we, we would never mark you. You'd be definitive, wouldn't you? If it was you, I'm looking at you. Wouldn't you be definitive? Oh, no, we would never put somebody who died. You know, we would never put on our stat sheet a COVID death with somebody who died with COVID. It'd have to be of COVID. I mean, do you, do you realize how absolutely ridiculous this is? And the average person is 79 or above with, with at least four comorbidities. We'll get to that in a minute. The COVID brains have really factored in the CDC's admission that all the numbers were inflated. It's just too much for the mass formation, mass formation psychosis to handle. And so they are dismissing it rather than face what they've done for the past two years. Leave this up. Still leave it up because I'm going to use it. This is the exact same thing that's happened with the modern church. This is the exact same thing. Read that bottom. Jack Posobiec says it perfectly. Mass formation to handle, so, so they are dismissing it rather than face what they have done for the past two years. As this information comes out, I am advising you, uh, Christian brothers and sisters, fellow pastors, as this information, you should have never closed your church to begin with, ever. I've never closed, never masked, never vaxxed, never will. You never should have to begin with. But just so you know, on a daily basis, you are looking dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. You're looking more sycophantic and more sycophantic and more sycophantic every day as the truth comes out and you still justify your actions. You should be sprinting right now to the closest Facebook Live you can do or any other platform you put it on. I don't care, on your website or anywhere else and say, you know what? I should have admitted this a long time ago, but I was wrong to ever close my church. Listen, the rats are jumping from the ship. 
You should have jumped from it a very long time ago. Well, you know, we're open, Tom, and I'm against Joe Biden. But have you ever admitted that you were wrong forever for closing your church? Have you ever come out and said, I was wrong? Or are you trying to sort of hide it? I was wrong. It's not hard. I was wrong. Right, let's go to this one, Clay Travis video. The CDC director just said, over 75% of COVID deaths occurred in people with at least comor uh, four comorbidities. Play it for me. The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. So there you go. Now, I want you to notice the wordplay. At least co four comorbidities. So 75% of all COVID deaths in the United States, that's 600,000 out of 800,000. Everybody got that? 600,000 out of 800,000. Now you can go into the last 200,000, how many of them had three comorbidities and serious ones? You can have one serious comorbidity and a common cold would kill you. So she's saying that 75% of COVID deaths occurred in people with at least, now that's where, this is how it's funny. She didn't say the average was four, did she? She didn't say the average was four. She said at least four. So you can have a very ball, uh, uh, a small sample size down at the bottom of four and the average is six or the average because she, she everything these people say is cleverly worded for when they have to answer questions under oath, which they all must do. We got to go all the way back to Hillary Clinton's 30,000 deleted emails. We have to, we have to, we, Christopher Steele needs to be subpoenaed. Fusion GPS needs to be subpoenaed. Mark Elias needs to be subpoenaed. The whole thing. All of this delusion, James Comey needs to be subpoenaed, Robert Mueller needs to be subpoenaed, Andrew McCabe, numerous others. They need to be held accountable. Anthony Fauci, of course, needs to be criminally account accountable for all the times that he's perjured himself and any other crimes he's committed. Joe Biden needs to be subpoenaed for why it is that he's suppressing monoclonal therapies right now. Why would you want to? And you know, most people receiving monoclonal therapies are, are fully vaxxed. So even the people that have ad adhered to his COVID theology, he's withholding their treatments from them. You Democrats who thought that you were off the hook when you took your double vax and then your booster, if you get sick from COVID, Joe Biden will withhold monoclonal therapies from you. He's doing that all because you know what? He, you can't have anything else but the Fauci-style solution to COVID-19, which is you go to the hospital, they say, you know what, come back when you're really sick. You come back when you're really sick, they pump you through full of remdesivir, cause your organs to shut down and you die. You can't have, or, or you take the vax. Those are your choices. You won't have any other choices. The Fauci's of the world, the, the Lancet and all these other complicit organizations and doctors that suppressed hydroxychloroquine, that suppressed ivermectin and zinc, that suppressed through not allowing shipments of life-saving monoclonal therapies, they all need to be held accountable under culpable negligence. Because all that this is, is a political agenda to mark you, distance you, suppress you, and control you. That's what it's all about, absolutely dominating you. And it's all for financial gain. Once you're marked with your QR code and all your bank information's on it, they can control how much money you have in your account. They know where you're going. They know what advertisements to sell you. It's all been about that from 
day one, and all of these people need to answer for it. But back to the CDC director. 75% of COVID deaths occurred with people with at least four, comor four comorbidities. It's hard to say that word in a row. Those two words in a row. Four comorbidities. That's at least. What the average is, she didn't say. I heard another pundit say, a reliable woman, but again, I can't remember who it was, said it was six is the average. So Biden shut down and Donald Trump for a period of time has shut down our entire, and all of the other globalist leaders under the umbrella of the World Economic Forum have shut down our entire world for, for a virus that's so serious that you've got to have four to six comorbidities for it and, and the average age of death of being 77. It's so deadly that, that, that that's the prerequisite. And by the way, the survival rate for people over 80 is 95% of COVID, and you shut down the entire world for this, and the Christians and the pastors are complying. Uh, let's go to the next one, anomaly, uh, anomaly video. Reminder that Elon Musk told everyone in 2020 on Joe Rogan's podcast exactly what the CDC director is admitting now. Play it for me. It's like a hard to... If you're ill at all, it's like you know, it could be COVID. So just, just to give people better information, d definitely diagnosed with COVID or had COVID-like symptoms. We're conflating those two so that, one, that it looks bigger than it is. Then uh, if somebody dies, is, was, was COVID a, a primary cause of the death or not? Uh, I, mean, if, if, I mean, if somebody has COVID, gets eaten by a shark, um, we find their arm, their arm has COVID, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get recorded as a COVID death. Is that real? I mean, not, basically. Not, not that bad, but heart attacks, strokes. You get hit by a bus. Cancer. If you, if you get hit by a bus, go, go, to the, go to the hospital and die, and they find that you have COVID, you will be recorded as a COVID death. Why would they do that, though? Well, right now, the, so, you know, so the, road is hell is, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I mean, it's mostly paved with bad intentions, but there is, you know, some good intention There's paving stones in there, too. <laughs> um, and the, the, the stimulus bill that was intended to help uh, uh, with the hospitals that were being overrun with, with, with COVID patients uh, created an incentive to record something as, as COVID that is difficult to say no to, especially if your hospital is going bankrupt for lack of other patients. So the hospitals are in a, in a bind right now. There's a bunch of hospitals, are, they're furloughing doctors, as you were mentioning. They're, you know, they're, if your hospital is half full, you're, it's hard, hard to make ends meet. So now you've got like, you know, if I just check this box, I get $8,000. Put them on a ventilator for five minutes, I get $39,000. Or, or, or I got to fire some doctors. So what's the, what's, this, is, this is a tough moral quandary. It's like, what, what you can do? That's the situation we have. Ugh. What, what's the way out of that? See, it's always funny how it works both ways. Again, you've heard me say this many times, but they created the virus and then offer the vaccine for the virus. And then they come to, then, then you know what? You want to go and protest but you're not allowed to protest because of the rules. You can't protest the virus because of the rules forbidding you to be close to one another because of the virus. So it's funny how they're able to do all of their, all of their propaganda, all of their mandates without protest because their mandates outlaw protesting. Always works both ways. Every 
single time. The same thing with hospitals. So hospitals are forced, probably because, listen, a lot of doctors are decent people. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and espouse everybody's character by profession, but probably a lot of doctors are decent people. I'm not going to say, you know, the, the giant hospital uh, international companies, you know, are, are good people, but a lot of doctors are good people. And you don't really want to get involved in this, but here, here's the deal is that you sit there and all the doctors are being laid off and these hospitals are losing money because, again, they come in and they tell you, you know what, We're, all elective surgeries are canceled for COVID. But here's the thing, you come in, here comes the second part. But if you happen to have a COVID patient, you get 13 grand right there for that. You label that, that person who has an appendicitis you get, you know, you get that little, you get that PCR test, you know, 95% inaccurate. You jam that thing in there. You know, what do you get? Oh, we get 13 grand for that. Like Elon Musk just said, 39 grand if you put them on a ventilator for five minutes. So co they come in, take away all your money, and then offer the solution. Just put everybody down as a COVID patient. That's what's happening everywhere. They're all having to answer for that now. Here's Nicholas uh, Fondacaro video. CNN's Jake Tapper rips into misleading COVID hospitalization numbers. Play it for me. So the hospitals are still stretched thin because of this, so yeah. I'm not trying to take away from that. But if 40% in some hospitals, 40% of the people who have COVID don't necessarily have problematic COVID. They're there because they got in a car accident. They get, they're there because right. um, you know, they, they bumped their head. And they're being included as in the hospital with COVID. That number seems kind of misleading. Yeah, I agree, Jake. It surprises me that they have not been able to parse out that data more carefully. I think the data that uh, uh, Dr. Olensky is quoting is from New York State, and we've been following that data as well. And I can show you what we've seen, uh, sort, of, sort of tracks with what she said. But out of all the patients that are in the hospital, about 57%, these are COVID patients, admitted because of or complications from COVID, 43% admitted for other reasons and then diagnosed with COVID. Uh, I think, you know, we, there needs to be transparency about that uh, in terms of for or with COVID. The only thing I will tell you, Jake, I again, working in the hospital is that at the time someone is then diagnosed with COVID, even if they didn't. See, that shuts the whole thing down. Of course, that's notorious liar Sanjay Gupta, who lies all the time about vaccines. And he knows better, but he's lying anyway because he's selling books about vaccines. That's what he's doing. That's, it's the love of money is the root of all evil. Life is easy to discern and sometimes hard to live, but it's very easy to discern. And you just think about what he just said, and he had it on his own stats, and now even CNN, because CNN wants to be able to survive, and they've lost all credibility. That's why Joy Reid was just fired. They've lost all their credibility. They will run out of money eventually. It's like ESPN has lost all credibility. They fire uh, tens or even hundreds of employees every year because they've lost all their credibility. So the rats are jumping off the ship to save themselves. So CNN has got to put out at least a moniker of credibility. They have to at least try. And with Sanjay Gupta, see this, this should shut down all credibility to the CDC or anybody else that's a government agency that is putting out COVID numbers. I mean, think about what he said. And he actually made this sound rather benign. 
It is not benign when 57% of the people, and this is the state of New York, the city of New York, it's 50-50. This is the state of New York. 57% of the people that are in the hospital for COVID actually came for COVID, 57%. But 43% of the cases that they're claiming are COVID hospitalizations are not. They're people who came in with a broken arm from a car accident. On Joe Rogan, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan was like, it's not, you're really not serious. You know, somebody gets a you know, victim of a shark attack. They find their arm, there's COVID in the arm, and the person is put down as a COVID death. That's exactly what was happening. I, I documented him. We had, we had a guy killed here in Florida of a lightning strike, and he was put down as a COVID death. We had a cap, decapitation from a motorcycle accident here in Florida. And he was put down as a COVID death. Doctors, uh, Dr. Scott Jensen running for Senate or governor, I can't remember which, in Minnesota, he documented it on the floor of, their, of the state Senate that they were actually having ambulances with paramedics going to, to the emergency room with people who were DOA, dead on arrival, make sure you get a quick PCR test so that we can, this is all fact, you can find that testimony. It's, act, it's factual data. It's not right-wing conspiracy stuff. This is factual data. They were dispatching ambulances to hospital on DOA cases so they could pull the blood. And the person died in a car crash. They pull the blood, test positive for COVID, put it down as a COVID case. You don't think that giant globalist instant healthcare institutions are after money? You don't, you don't think that they, that they put out fraudulent records? You don't think they falsify their records for money? You, you, don't, you don't think the government falsifies records for politics? You better wake up. You don't think Pfizer? Pfizer routinely gets sued for billions and billions and billions of dollars for their lies and for killing people and for bribing doctors. And, it, and it, you have all these Democrats who are allegedly rage against the machine, against the, you know, they go against the man and then cannot wait to get an mRNA vaccination from a multi-billion dollar institution that they allegedly stand against. But this should end it. When you have Sanjay Gupta, again, notorious vaccine pimp and whore, but still admitting it on national television with Jake Tapper, that 43%, this is not a small number. We're not talking about 1.5%. 43% of all COVID patients in the state of New York, which is the fourth largest state in the union, 19 million people live there, 43% of what is called a COVID hospitalization is fraud. It's fraud. And people are making money off of it. And politicians are instituting vaccine, not, not, not simply vaccine, but COVID mitigations and vaccine passports, destroying people's lives, all under the auspices of fake, fake numbers. And it's been fake numbers from day one. If you have 836,000 Americans die of something that they would not have died of, you would have noticed in your neighborhood. You would have noticed there would you would have, you would see body trucks, overwhelmed funeral homes. I live in one of the oldest places in the nation, Sarasota County and Charlotte County, Florida. But it basically runs from Sarasota to Fort Myers. There was nothing here, nothing, not overrun emergency rooms, not overrun uh, 
Funeral homes, nothing. The entire time, there was nothing. These are all fraudulent numbers. This should end everything. This is a huge story that these numbers are starting to be admitted to, finally, 22 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. RNC research video. Biden's CDC director cites a widely criticized study on forcing masks on toddlers to justify school mask mandates. Play it for me. We have new science that has demonstrated the value of masking. Three and a half times increased risk of school outbreaks if you're masking, if you're unmasked in schools versus if you're masking in schools. Now there she is, Rochelle Walensky, nowhere near anybody, double masked on the Senate, I believe that's the Senate floor. And she's espousing a study that was absolutely debunked by both sides. But you see, it doesn't matter. Because here, here's the thing, this doesn't necessarily, it, it really applies, it's a, it's a Bible verse, Hosea 4, 6, but it applies to everybody. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. And it, both sides of that verse work. Let's go over the first one, first part of it. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. She knows all that I have to do is put out information from a study. Big Bird could have done the study. It doesn't matter who did it. All she has to do is put it out there and that most people will never look into it. Most people are very, the simple believeth everything, but the prudent man looketh, looketh well to his going. Proverbs 14, 15. You gotta look, just because Rochelle Walensky, who's never treated, she's Dr. Walensky, she's never, she's a PhD. She is a, she's a college professor. She has never treated a patient in her life. And she's telling you to wear a mask, citing a study that both the left and right have already debunked. But most people will never look into it. And then they'll name call people like you and me, calling us, Right-wing conspiracy theories, uh, theorists, tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. It's oh, that study. There is no efficacy for wearing a mask for for a respiratory virus. Nothing. It does nothing for the mask wearer at all. It does nothing. Masks were for people who are who are who are not asymptomatic but symptomatic. It does nothing to prevent you from getting COVID-19. The holes in it are too big. Even in N95, she can double mask all she wants. And here you have an expert displaying something that is, abs that is an absolute lie. She's displaying, she's double masked. She's got her surgical mask, which do nothing. And she has a cloth mask, which everybody, even Fauci's come out and said, Godlieb's even come out and said, they don't do anything. She's still wearing it. The alleged quote unquote CDC director, the experts, and yet there's still lots and lots of people, including on the right, including Christians who are allegedly are filled with the Holy Spirit and have discernment that do what a woman like that tells you to do. How did you not see it from day one? I certainly did. All right, I am tweet. <clears throat> if you want to know how effective K K uh, N95s in surgical masks are, nearly everyone in California is already wearing them, and the state just reported over 100,000 cases. Through the roof. They do, app this, this ends it. This right here, it ends it. 
But this has been going on for 22 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Jesus said it in John chapter 8, verse 45. Because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. I know those of you that are watching this podcast believe it. But if you're, if you're, if you're frustrated, it, it's like I told you, well, our hope is to pray. We have to pray that all of these people are so exposed, not, not just exposed in our realm. That it, it's already happened because Jake Tapper is being forced to do a report right now, forced to do it because his credibility be gone. He's forced to come out and say, you know what? Are these people in the hospital with COVID or for COVID? What, what's the deal here? And then they're all shocked that it's lots of people with COVID when all of us have known that from day one. Even people on the right are shocked, right? Shocked. What, what have you been reading? It's all of those Republicans that come out and say, more than 800,000 Americans have died of COVID. That's not true. It's 30 to 50,000 Americans have died of COVID. The rest of them were died with COVID. If they even died, do you believe numbers coming out of the CDC? Do you believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes? All right, let's go to the next one. Jack Posobiec video here. This is the vision of Democrats for our country. This is, this is what they want. The first one I'm going to show you is uh, high school students in China. And then the second one I'll show you is elementary school students in China. Play it for me. Let's go right to the elementary school one. The next one, play it for me. Like, no, man, you know, they they would never do that to their own kids. First of all, they would. They themselves, the Jen Psaki's of the world, the Joe Biden's, the Obama's, all of them, they will never wear these things, but they're absolutely fine with you wearing them because it shows, it marks you that you are controlled. None of that equipment does anything for a respiratory virus. I mean, maybe those spacesuits might. I mean, geez. But nothing, nothing, you know, the high school kids were wearing, it doesn't stop a respiratory virus. It's too, the gaps are too big. But they will, they themselves will never abide in the very things that they're making us abide in. Not that I'll ever abide, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. My line is in the sand. I am never closing. I am never masking. I am never vaxxing, period. That's it. Why? First of all, because I just know in my knower, I'm not even going to spiritual right now, I know in my knower that these people are full of crap and that it's an agenda. Second of all, but most importantly, is the word of God when it comes to it. I don't even like to deal with COVID as if it's more than a severe flu season because that's what it is. That's the, in, in 2017, 80,000 Americans died of the flu, 80,000. On the CDC website, if you look close enough at the columns, you will see that between 30 and 50,000, because last time I looked, it was 30, but now it's probably higher. Between 30 to 50,000 Americans have died of, of COVID exclusively. No serious comorbidities. They died of COVID. That's exactly what the flu stats were. Do you think flu stats included people who died with the flu? 
No, never. That's never happened before. That was changed, like I said earlier, 2003 to 2020. 17 years of the same way of reporting deaths was changed on March, in middle of March. Funny how that works. In the middle of March, 2020. And that's the area where I fault Trump. To those of you, I mean, don't, you know, we, we're, don't turn on each other. I'm not turning on anything. If Donald Trump is running against Joe Biden, who do you think I'm going to vote for? I'll leave it at that. But I'm just telling you, it was a huge mistake. He was allowing things to happen. You don't let the CDC change their 17-year run of how they do death certificates in the middle of a pandemic. You don't do that. You don't have Anthony Fauci, who voted for Hillary Clinton, is an, is an absolute known Democratic Party. Bill Gates on the board of Bill and Melinda Gates' vaccine foundation. You don't allow him to run your response along with Deborah Burks for your coronavirus task force. You put Scott Atlas in charge day one. And there was people telling him those, these things. Rodney Howard Brown, who's on Trump's advisory board, was telling him these things, and he refused to listen. You don't listen to Anthony. You don't listen to your enemies. All right, Katie Pavlik, HHS, HHS reveals much of the money allocated to get Americans tested. Tests, Americans, tests, has been used to mitigate COVID at the southern border. So a lot of the money that's been allocated for Americans is actually being used, they say, for testing at the southern border, but they don't do much testing at the southern border. It's probably for bus tickets and for airfare. That's really what it's for. Shifting to the FBI for a minute. Cernovich video. The FBI looks guilty here. Ted Cruz, play it for me. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, did any FBI did agents any FBI or agents confidential or informants confidential actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents any or confidential FBI informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents any F or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, Ms. who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well. There are a lot of well, people who are understandably very are concerned, understandably about, Mr. Very concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day. The next day. On January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? 
Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Shortly thereafter, the FBI put out a public post listing, seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6th. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, leading to, for information leading to the arrest. This was posted and then sometime later, magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a Fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Ms. Sanborn, a lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Not to my knowledge, sir. Thank you. Funny how she could answer that last one. I couldn't answer anything else. Why are you suddenly allowed to answer that question and not any of the others? And you know, let me just say this. It is a tactic of the FBI, and let me just frame it. The FBI is nothing more. The FBI has been shrunk down to nothing more than the Gestapo brown shirts of the Democratic Party. That's all that they are. We saw it during the Trump administration. They're continuing to do it now. Right now, they're putting together through Joe Biden, is putting together through the, through the DOJ, Department of Justice, is putting to, together a home, I'm making, I, I'm making up the name myself, but basically a, a homeland terrorism task force. That may even be the name, I can't remember, but it's a homeland, homeland terrorism task force for all the terrorism that goes on inside the United States. Now, here's the thing. Do you think that's going to focus on BLM? Think that's going to focus on Antifa? No, it's going to have absolutely nothing to do with any of that. It'll be about falsely going after people who they deem to be a political threat by trumping up some sort of charge against them. That's, what, that's who the FBI is now. That's who they are. They are nothing else but that. And the tactic here is, why, would, why can't, now that right there is the assistant director of the, of the FBI, Christopher, Christopher Ray is the director of the FBI. Why does she have to be on a Zoom call? And you know, you notice the tech problems they were having, Ted Cruz echoing, that's all part of the deflection. It's all part of deflecting and not having to, having to answer questions. All, why can't you answer questions during an ongoing investigation? I mean, have you ever, anybody ever asked that? It's, that's been the default statement for the FBI and all other government entities that investigate crimes. The default statement when you are asked questions under oath is, I cannot answer that question because it's an ongoing investigation. Well, if the investigation has been going on for years and this investigation has gone on for over a year, you need to start answering questions. Why can't you release 14,000 hours worth of videos, videotape footage from 1-6? Why, why can't you release that? 
No, oh, wait, wait, I can't answer that right now. No, all this. Why, why, are, why are Anthony Fauci's emails redacted? He's not in the FBI. He's not in the CIA. He's in the, he's in the NIH. National Institutes of Health and his, his emails are redacted. Why? How's that a national security threat in any way, shape, or form? But part of their tactics is COVID. That's part of their tactics. Funny how Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they're out there looting and burning and, put in, and, and beating up cops and stealing and, and all sorts of thievery. And all of them are masked. And just like the assistant director of the FBI, doesn't come in person where you can really feel the heat, but sits in her office and goes by a Zoom call. Why? COVID, COVID seems to work out so well for the left. Our, our taking back tweet, <clears throat> they tried deer feds. I mean, it's so blatantly obvious. Whenever you see this new footage of the guys on the top parading around again, of course, all masked, right? All, funny how that works again. And look at, the, look, at, look at how a Fed would dress and look at how they're dressing on top. I mean, come on. It's either the Lincoln Project or the FBI. Whenever you see guys on the, in that top picture, whenever you see guys dressed like that, parading around with MAGA, shirt, with MAGA flags and half Confederate flags and half United States flags, it is not white supremacist terrorists. It's the Lincoln Project or it's the FBI. Ron DeSantis' video, the federal government's failure to focus on COVID therapeutics nationwide, nation, nationwide has cost many lives. Play it for me. Well, I think if you look back, there's a number of big failures in this pandemic. The school closures, which I know you guys were talking about, you know, some of the lockdown policies, of course. But the failure from the outset to really focus on therapeutics, uh, I think, has cost a huge number of lives. Uh, it was almost like they said uh, lockdown, mask, and then once vaccines came, vaccine, and that was it. And as we've seen now, particularly with Omicron, is, you know, people are still getting infected regardless of their vaccination status. So you need to have an emphasis. Emphasis on therapeutics. I just think it's counter to their messaging but and their narrative. When I rolled out our monoclonal antibody sites over the summer, they attacked me because they said, oh, then this is not, uh, you're against vaccine if you're for therapeutics. When actually we had a lot of vaccinated people that were going. It wasn't all unvaccinated. Uh, but regardless, you want to have treatment options. And so in Florida, we've really stressed right. that. Our Surgeon General Joe Latipo has done a good job talking about it. Um, but yes, it's been a huge, huge problem from the pandemic response and particularly under the Biden administration where not only are they not promoting therapeutics, they're actively trying to stymie the distribution of things like monoclonal that, antibodies criminal. to states People like Florida are dying. and Texas. People that are dying criminal. because of this. That is criminal. Well, and no you know, question. Governor, and here's for so thing. long, people didn't even know that there were options for treatment. When we rolled out the sites, we started getting messages uh, to my office from other states. People saying, "Hey, I didn't even know this was out there. Can you help me get it in my state?" And that's a real, real problem that people didn't know that there was help available. And I've, I know I've already talked about this at nauseum, so I'm not going to continue on. But I want you to think of the level of evil you have to be. That because somebody doesn't follow your political vaccination agenda, that you deprive them of the possibility of life. No hydroxy, you know what, you're not going to take the vaccine. No hydroxychloroquine, no ivermectin, no monoclonal therapies for you. How evil do you have to be to be a person that says, you know what, you don't follow my political, my, my politically uh, driven agenda, if you don't follow that agenda, you will not live.
I want, to, I want you to think about how evil you have to be. That's who we're against right now. And Lord, we pray again in Jesus' name. Bring all of these atrocities. Pray it with me now, everybody out there. Pray this with me. Holy Spirit, we pray. Holy Spirit, we pray that you bring all of these atrocities to the light. Those that are depriving people life-saving medication for their political power grab agenda, bring them to the light. Bring them to justice. We don't want, we are not going to do anything to harm their person. We're asking you, Lord, to bring them into the light that even the mainstream media has to report it. Bring them to the light where they are answering under oath for what they have done. We pray this, Lord. In Jesus' name, and Lord, continue to turn them against one another like rats jumping off a ship. Lord, turn them against one another, trying to save themselves from the prosecutions that are coming their way, from the humiliation that is coming their way, the job losses that are coming their way. Turn them against themselves in an attempt to save themselves. Lord, so that more people can live, and that this shroud of oppression would be lifted from our country. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. And the church says amen. Right, let's go to the next thing. This is, I'm just reading this. This is from a Greg Price tweet. I'm just, you're good. You're right. You're in the right spot. You're in the right spot, guys. That, it was, that, that one was my screw-up. Earlier one when I was sitting here just staring into nowhere, that was somebody else's fault. Give credit where credit is due. This is a Greg Price tweet. I'm just going to read it to you. Project Veritas document from the DOD shows DARPA rejected the proposed from EcoHealth Alliance, the proposal from EcoHealth Alliance to study bat-borne coronaviruses in Wuhan that was later approved by Dr. Fauci's NIH because they feared it violated the gain-of-function moratorium. Here's the Project Veritas summation. Remember now, Anthony Fauci has said now for a year, well, more than a year. That this, well, for 22 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. This is an animal-born virus, right? Over and over again, he says it. Project Veritas, which was banned from social media right after this report, of course. Military documents, I repeat, military documents state EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance is Peter Daszak. That is who Anthony Fauci funneled $3.7 million and probably way more through EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. Military documents state that EcoHealth Alliance approached DARPA, which is basically the filter for the military to decide where their money will go. It's the best way to put it. There who decides. In March 2018, seeking funding to conduct gain-of-function research of bat-borne coronaviruses. The proposal named Project Diffuse was rejected by DARPA, so the military said, no, not going to do it. Over what re for what reasons? Over safety concerns and the notion that it violates the gain-of-function research moratorium. Notice the year. That was 2018. Gain-of-function research was banned by Barack Obama. So here you have Anthony Fauci trying to backdoor gain-of-function research through the Trump administration because the Trump administration probably didn't even know 
that the Obama administration had banned gain-of-function research. Again, gain-of-function research is when you take a virus, that, just as an example, a bat coronavirus that simply is infecting bats, you pull it out of the bat, you juice it up, and you make it transmissible to human beings and try to create a vaccine for it. And, uh, and the excuse is, in case it actually makes that natural jump in the future, which it probably never would have, but that's what happened. The main report regarding the EcoHealth Alliance proposal leaked on the internet a couple of months ago. It, was, it has remained unverified until now. Project Veritas has obtained a separate report to the Inspector General of the Department of Defense. This is not right-wing conspiracy. Written by U.S. Marine Corps Major Joseph Murphy, a former DARPA fellow. The proposal does not mention or, or assess potential risks of gain-of-function research, a, director, a direct quote from the DARPA rejection letter. So when Peter Daszak was trying to get the DOD to fund this program, which was gain-of-function research, they said no because, first of all, gain-of-function research has been banned and you're not even addressing that it's dangerous. Project Veritas reached out to DARPA for comment regarding the hidden documents and spoke with the chief of communications, not conspiracy theory, Jared Adams, who said, it doesn't sound normal to me when asked the way the documents were buried. This is, and all of the Christians closed their churches. And all of the conservatives are vaccinated. Listening to people like this, why would you ever take a vaccination from people this corrupt, let alone as corrupt as Pfizer? They're burying everything. Pfizer lost, but they were trying to conceal their records for 75 years on the development of their mRNA vaccination. For 75 years, they wanted to slow walk 500 pages a month and they just lost in court and now have to put out 55,000 pages a month. So all of their information, unless they win in some sort of appeal, will be available to all of us in eight months. Why, why would you take a vaccine from a company who's trying to hide for 75 years how they developed that vaccine? Why would you take a vaccine that's pimped and whored by Anthony Fauci who sent money through EcoHealth Alliance, $3.7 million. Bill Gates sent tens of millions of dollars all to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. EcoHealth Alliance, Bill Gates, all of them sent money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research where you had a coronavirus leak out of it and then they provide you with the vaccine to a vaccine for the very illness, for the very viral infection that they caused why would you take that vaccine? You know why? Because people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I spent a couple hours on the internet a week and I knew all this back in March of 2020. This was all available. Even conservatives that I like and that I watch, I'm not going to name names, are being stunned by this information. And I know that those of you that are watching this podcast, you already knew this. We've been talking about this for almost two years. 
We cannot let them get away with it. Make sure that you are voting in the populist, nationalist, hardcore conservative Republican. Don't settle for the person who can win. Well, you go too hardcore, you know, you go, everyone's looking at Glenn Youngkin like some sort of model for how you win. He's not. He's not. Glenn Youngkin's weak. He's going to hurt us. I hope he proves me wrong. And if he does, I'll be, like, I'll be different than all the COVID-caving pastors out there. I'll admit I was wrong if Glenn Youngkin proves me wrong. All right, livenews.com tweet, just a sideshow I put in here. But more important than anything else because the number one cause of death in the world is abortion. Last year, 41.2 million babies were aborted inside the womb that were actually reported. 41.2, number one cause of death. Number one cause of death in the black community, aborted black men and women. That's the truth. Phil Murphy, though, Catholic, Catholic Governor Phil Murphy will sign bill legalizing abortions up to birth in New Jersey. So if the baby is in the birth canal, Phil Murphy is absolutely fine with delivering that baby breech and putting in a vacuum, split the skull, put a vacuum in the back of the skull of that baby's skull, that little girl or that little boy, and suck his brains out. That's that man right there with that big poop-eating grin on his face. That's him. He's perfectly fine with it. But yet he, he's one of the biggest COVID tyrants out there. Mr. Mask, although he himself doesn't wear them. Mr. Forced Vaccinations to save lives, allegedly, right? 80 million babies, 80 plus, 80 to 100 million babies have been butchered in the womb since the beginning of 22 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. What do all the lifesavers have to say about that? Most of the people that are the lifesavers are perfectly fine. They tried to save 5 million people from dying of COVID, and in that same time frame, 100 million people died in the womb. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. That's, how, that's their response. Not necessarily yours, but it's their response. Those of you who watch this podcast all the time, it certainly isn't your response. I know the kind of people that watch this. And those of you who are on Rumble, make sure that you're sharing it. I would say the same thing about Facebook. If you're wondering why you don't get a friend request from my Facebook page, it's because they won't let me do it. They won't let us send out friend requests. So you've got to friend us. If you want to be on my page, you got to friend me. It's not that I think I'm better than anybody. They won't let me. And if you hit share right now and you're on Facebook, it may look like you're sharing, but you're not or flat out won't let you share. So those of you on Rumble, share, share, share. You've got to have it. Listen, I know Getter's not perfect. I understand it. But it's better than Twitter. You've got to have a Getter account. You want a pure, you really want a pure a social media page? It's Andrew Torba and Gab. Andrew Torba's banned off of everything. What's it called, Aaron? The App Store? Yeah. He's banned off everything. He can't even get on the Apple app. The getter's still on it. Parlor had to bend over, grab their ankles, and simultaneously spread their butt cheeks to get back on the App Store. I don't know how that works, how you grab your ankles and spread your butt cheeks at the same time, but I'm just, somehow they did it. Somehow, you know, they had ropes. They had, somehow did ropes and duct tape, and they made it work. Somehow. But anyway. I digress. But if you're on Rumble, make sure that you're sharing. Share this. Everybody's got to have a Gab account. Everybody's got to have a Getter account. Everybody's got to have a Rumble account. When we mass exodus, 
we will see them move. When we cost them money, when, when Coke decided to get involved in politics in the state of Georgia, in boycott Georgia, they lost so much money in the following week, they retracted their statement. That's what we have to do. That's how we went. You don't close. You don't mask. You don't vaccinate. You fight. You stand. I want you to, when you have a chance, go, you know, go to Bi- you know, BibleGateway.com, type in stand. How many times stand is in the Bible? Stand, therefore, having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Stand. We are to stand. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. Well, you know, I just wore a mask, you know, because I didn't want people to feel uncomfortable around me. Tell them to take their own mask that they're wearing, turn it sideways and shove it up their own, their own caboose. Tell them to do that instead of trying. You are to stand firm. That's what we're supposed to do. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against principalities or powers or against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's the war. That's where we are supposed to be standing at all times. All right, Pelham video, this is journalism. Brilliant interview by Neil Oliver with Dr. Mark, Mike Yaden. Play it for me. We've been told, have we not, uh, to act like we've got it, that essentially people without symptoms can infect other people. It's called asymptomatic transmission. And it underscores pretty much every one of the measures, uh, regular testing of people who aren't, haven't got symptoms, uh, wearing masks, even though you have no symptoms, uh, social distancing, business closures, school closures, border controls, all of those hang on this idea that you'd be a walking virus bomb. Um, It's not true. It's simply not true. And I can explain why it's not true. And then I can refer you to published information that shows it's not true. So first, in order to be a good source of infection, you have to have lots of virus in your airway, your upper airway in your nose. So then you can breathe it on other people. But if you have lots of virus in your airway, you will have symptoms. It's not possible for you to grow a culture of virus affecting, burning through the lining of your airways and not give you symptoms. Equally, when you have these infections, your immune system fights back, raises your temperature, gives you uh, symptoms. So you can't have high levels of virus and no symptoms, but you can't be infectious, highly infectious without lots of virus. So I'm afraid in asymptomatic transmission, is not true. That's the theoretical approach. However, it's also been studied practically. And again, I can put it in the notes afterwards. Probably the biggest paper studied hundreds of people who were PCR positive with symptoms and PCR positive without symptoms. The latter are so-called asymptomatic cases. They then studied the frequency with which people infected family members And the people with symptoms infected a family member about one in five, one in six times. People without symptoms was way under 1%. And that was using PCR tests that have got some kind of low level of background false positives. I, I believe that data shows that 
people without symptoms are not able to infect other people. Then I'm going to say two other things. Dr. Anthony Fauci is on tape, recorded last year, saying... There you go. Now that ends everything, just so you know. The reason for vaccine mandates, the reason for social distancing, is all about asymptomatic spread where a person's showing no signs, no symptoms of COVID. They're in the entire COVID theology, the entire COVID mitigation pyramid is based upon asymptomatic spread. People who don't know they are sick, so you have to take all of these precautions. You have to shut down the economy. You have to be six feet apart. You have to mask the healthy. You have to lock down businesses, and you have to mandate vaccines. Remember, it's all been about from day one getting to the vaccine passport. <clears throat> That's what it's been about from day one. From day one, it's been about getting to that. Then, and all of this is based on a, the alleged threat of asymptomatic spread, which, by the way, I saw this back. I, not me. It's not my great medical knowledge. It was me watching doctors that I'm, now, I'm sure now are you know, cast aside as conspiracy theorists and fringe doctors. But this has been known for a long time that it, even a woman came out. I can't, I, I, we have so many thousands of videos. I could never find it now. And it's back from 2020. A, a spokesperson for the World Health Organization, a woman came out and said it. There is no asymptomatic spread. And immediately, like the next day, they reversed it. Because if you don't have asymptomatic spread, you have no COVID agenda. You have no COVID mitigation agenda. No need for masks. No need for lockdowns. No need for social distancing. No need for vaccine mandates. Vaccine mandates make no sense anyway because vaccine mandates are based on a vaccine that stops transmission. Why would you have a vaccine mandate telling people that you have to get a vaccine because we don't want you to spread COVID, but the vaccine doesn't stop anybody from spreading COVID. So a person without a vaccine can spread COVID and a person vaccinated, and from many studies, spreads more COVID. Right, let's go to the next one. May, uh, Mayor Miro Bowser, tweet and video. Remember that starting Saturday, now here's the mayor of DC. Remember that starting Saturday, right now coming up, you will need three things before heading out. Now, here again, I do this every show. I'm going to do it now. Congratulations to the COVID caving churches out there. Nice work that this is now our nation's capital. Great job. Back in March of 2020, fantastic job locking down your churches. Fantastic job not admitting that you're wrong. Even to this day, you haven't admitted that you're wrong. Great job. Now, look at where we are. Remember that starting Saturday, you will need three things before heading out. <clears throat> this is in the United States of America. Muriel Bowser is telling people before you can even leave your freaking house, you know what you got to have? Proof of vaccination. If you're 12 years old or older, I mean 12 years or older, proof of vaccination and photo ID. So here, now, if you're 13 years old, you will not leave your house without your vaccine passport. Probably a QR code on your phone. And, and none of you Christians are bothered by this? And again, I, I'm not talking to you, the, the, to those that are. I'm talking about there's a few that are watching that are not. I see you pop up on the screens every now and then, calling me unloving and lacking compassion. You know, your compassion and your love is not based anywhere in the Bible. All of mine is. Because when I see something like this, 
I, I think of Revelation chapter 13, the mark of the beast, that it causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. You've never seen this before in your life. Even those of you that are denying it right now, you can deny it all you want. You've never seen anything like this your entire life. Nothing. Where you have a mayor of a city actually saying to somebody, before you leave your house, here's the video right here. You guys can hit it. Before you can leave your house, you will have these three things. You have proof of vaccination. There it is. Proof of vaccination, 12 or above. Proof of a vaccination, photo ID, 18 and above, and you will be masked. Congratulations. All, all you, I remember you, all the Christians out there attacking me, attacking Rodney Howard Brown, attacking Jonathan Shuttlesworth of how unloving and, and uncompassionate we were. Well, look at where we are now with the mayor of, of the nation's capital. If you're 12 years, if you're 13 years old, you will go out with your vaccine passport. If you're 18 or above, you will go out with your vaccine passport and photo ID, and all of you are masked. And here we are, 22 months later, and you were so cooperative, COVID caving pastor. Remember how cooperative you were? You know, we're, we're trying to show the community that we're in it together. Better together, right? Oh, you ever read your Bible? You ever read your Bible, or does your version of love trump the Bible? I'm just curious, answer that question. Do you, do you believe the Bible or your version of love? Is, is it loving to cooperate with the lost? You know, we're here, to, we're here to serve the city. I ain't here to serve any city. I don't serve any chamber of commerce. I don't, church, I, don't, I don't serve any city. I don't partner with the baby butchering YMCA. I don't do any of those things. I'm not here to serve some city. My church, you'll never see my church do community car washes. Nothing. You won't see us out there handing out money for people to go to the gas station. We're not doing it. Not here to serve the city. I'm here to serve Jesus. If Jesus tells me to go wash your car, I'll go wash it. Otherwise, I ain't washing your car. You're so cooperative. We're here to serve the city. We're showing that we're all in it together. Really? Is that what the Bible says? I think the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 6, 17, to come out from among them. Among them and be separate, says the Lord. That's not very loving. That's because it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, Joshua 24, 15. The word of God does not seem evil to me. It seems evil to you. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. That seems evil to you. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's what you're supposed to do. If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, you are spiritually incorrect. You are lacking spiritual discernment and you are not right with God. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Oh, what fellowship can light have with darkness? 2 Corinthians 6.14, I'm not here to show the community that their version of love is my version of love. Their version of love is caving to people like Anthony Fauci and the left in this country and many weak people on the right in this country who are a bunch of money-grubbing people, about like 75 members of Congress who own Pfizer stock. I'm not here to bootlick those people and call myself loving in doing so. 
I'm not here to butt kiss those people and be called compassionate because I do. I'm here to figure it out. The word of God says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 22, it's in that bracket of scripture, to prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. You should be proving, like I told you earlier, Proverbs 14, 15, the simple believeth everything. The simple believeth every word. Oh, they tell you to, okay, I'll mask to be cooperative. You know, be part of the team, get your mRNA experimental vaccination. Be part of the team and you jump in it. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, one of those is feet that are quick to rush into evil. And the church did exactly that. Just hop right into evil. All right, let's go to the next thing. So we were talking about Washington, D.C., right? So Muriel Basel institutes her, her pre, you have to be, have to have proof of vaccination. You have to have proof of vaccination and photo ID if you're 18 and above. This is all before you leave your house, before you leave your house, and you have to mask for and, and she even said this on the tweet. Remember, remember that starting Saturday, you will need to do these three things before you head out, says the dictator of D.C., empowered by the American COVID-caving church. All three of those things. So you know what? Things must really be going well in D.C. They've been, they've been mitigated for 22 long months, masked. Vaccine mandated. Everything, you know, all social distance and lockdown. By all, you know, where are the churches standing in D.C.? None. I know there's probably one or two, but statistically speaking, none. So they must be doing good. They, you know, if those things work, and see again, this would if, if we were if we were a logical society, and you're sitting there saying how we, we would measure have mass lowered COVID. Let's see now. Joe Biden's going to have 150,000 more Americans die of COVID with vaccinations than Trump had with no vaccinations. You think that that might change the direction of the COVID response, but it doesn't because the COVID response has nothing to do with saving lives. It has to do with an agenda-driven political narrative. That's all that it's been about. And the end game is you marked, you distanced, you suppressed, you controlled, you dominated for their monetary and their own personal power gain. That's what it's been about. When will you wake up? Those that are watching this that need to wake up. So I guess DC is doing great, right? The highest hospitalization rates in the U.S. are in Washington, D.C. New York, I mean, New Jersey and New York, despite their high vaccination rates, and the mass mandates in D.C. and New York. So the important question to ask is, why did Ron DeSantis do this to them? Because <laughs> you, Ron DeSantis, Ron, you know, Ron DeSantis gets blamed. If this was going on in Florida, every little spike in Florida gets national news. But the people, the people dying, the, the highest death numbers per 100,000 are New York, New York, New Jersey, flipping back and forth. And both Phil Murphy and Cuomo, when he was still governor, and now Kathy Hochul's governor, are both treated like covert, I mean, uh, uh, COVID experts. But you, every single place that is the strictest does the worst because vaccinations don't stop the spread. Most people being hospitalized in the UK for COVID, 75% are fully vaccinated. 90% of the COVID hospitalizations in Israel are fully vaccinated. 44% of COVID deaths and hospitalizations in Minnesota, fully vaccinated. And everybody else who doesn't have similar numbers to, to the UK and Israel are lying. 
They're lying. It's just like we're singing out. You, you're probably wondering, Tom, you know, you've been espousing those numbers out of the UK for a long time now. Why are they not reflecting here in the United States? Why, why, is, why is that not happening? Because the United States, the CDC, is lying. Doctors and hospitals are lying. That's, I mean, it's all coming out now. Oh, yeah, okay, you know what? All right, the hospitalization rates in New York City, yeah, 50% of those that we're claiming that are COVID patients are really COVID patients. I'm sorry about that. There's all, that's, been, that's from day one. All of these stats, what I just showed you out of D.C., should change a liberal's mind. If a liberal is about saving lives, then that should save lives. New York does the most mask wearing. New York, New Jersey, Washington, D.C. does the most mask wearing, the most lockdowns, the most vaccinations, and the most vaccine mandates, and their stats are worse than Florida, which does none of those things. That should end the discussion. But for some reason, it doesn't. The reason why it doesn't is because they are driving a political agenda. That's what it's been about from day one. They are trying to institute political objectives. That's why they do not respond to facts. Because the facts take away. The facts will destroy their political agenda. All right, here we go. Speaking of New York, here's the new uh, uh, mayor of New York. Play for me. COVID is a formidable and moving target. And we have to pivot and shift based on that. And our policies have been rooted in, I need my children in school. And if my medical professionals tell me, Eric, we have to do a mandated vaccine, we're going to do that. Now, who are those medical experts going to be? Who knows? But here's the thing. And by the way, <clears throat> you know who's part of the COVID team in New York? I've said this once or twice before. Peter Daszak from Equal Health Alliance, who Fauci funded the money, funneled the money to, through Equal Health Alliance, owned by Peter Daszak, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Now Peter Daszak is part of the COVID response team in New York City, probably advising Eric Adams, the new mayor, who just said on national television, if his health experts like Peter Daszak tell him that we need to vaccinate all the kids before they're allowed back in school, I'll do it. And again, I tell you this, why do they go after your kids? Oh, they're trying to save your kids' lives, really. It acts first lie and I had a study out of Stanford says, from zero to 19 years of age, the post-infection survival rate for COVID-19 is 99.997%, way better than the flu. Anybody zero to 19 years of age, is seven, to 20 times, is 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19, but here they come to vaccinate your kill, uh, children, which again, should eliminate the narrative, all those facts, but it doesn't do a thing. Is it frustrating? Yeah, it's frustrating. It, Eric Adams should respond to data like that and say, you know, we never need to vaccinate a kid. That should be the response, but they don't. They don't because they want to control you. It's a sign of devotion when you put your mask on. It's a sign of devotion. We say, I want to be a part of the team. Roll up that sleeve. It's a sign of devotion. It's like wearing your own COVID rosary beads. 
That's, I'm telling you, it's just like we saw on the plane, the other, the, the video from a couple of weeks ago, the woman screaming at an elderly gentleman on a plane with, about him not wearing a mask, and her own mask was under her chin, but because she had the sign of devotion on, she was righteous, but he wasn't, even though neither one of them were blocking their way in any way, shape, or form. See, these people are power perverts, those that are instituting these COVID mitigations. They are power perverts. It's all about control. All the vaccinated people that thought that they were going to be set free. Jordan Peterson, being mad about it, made a video. You know, leave me the F alone, he said. I took the vaccination, vaccination now leave me the F alone. Jordan, they were never going to leave you alone. They were never going to tell you to take the mask off. You did a little sign of devotion. Good job. You bought yourself five minutes of freedom. And now you got to put your mask back on just like all those. Did you notice any delineation in Muriel Bowser's rules between the vaxxed and the unvaxxed? There was not one. Everybody's masked. Thank you very much. Right back on it again. Real Mac video, Ducey. I'm triple vaxxed. Play it for me. I understand that the science says that vaccines prevent death. But I'm triple vaxxed, still got COVID. You're triple vaxxed, still got COVID. Why is the president still referring to this as a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Well, I, I think, Peter, there's a significant difference between, and you just you just experienced this, and not to expose your public health experience, but I can speak to mo mine as well. I had been triple vaxxed. I had minor symptoms. There is a huge difference between that and being unvaccinated. You are 17 times more likely to go to the hospital if you're not vaccinated, 20 times more likely to die. And those are significant, serious statistics. So yes, the impact uh, for people who are unvaccinated is far more dire than those who are vaccinated. Will the president update his <laughs> languages sometime to be more reflective of the fact that people who are triple vaccinated are catching and spreading COVID. I think the president has said, as have we a number of times, that there will be breakthrough cases. There will be people who get COVID uh, here uh, at different media organizations, at companies. So that right there is propaganda. He, Peter Deuce, asked, why are you not saying that people who are vaccinated spread, catch and spread COVID? And she said, have we, have we not said that people can have a breakthrough case? No, no, it's not a breakthrough case. Almost everybody who has Omicron is fully vaccinated. It's, he didn't ask you if there's a breakthrough case. He said, Do, are you going to say publicly that the vaccinated spread, catch and spread the virus? Not a breakthrough, not a breakthrough here and a breakthrough there. That's not what he asked. They're catching and they're spreading and they are dying from and they are hospitalized for COVID. It's all, and not to mention the vaccines that are just flat out killing people by the hundreds of thousands. I'll have more of this on Thursday. I'll tell you, I'm not done just yet. We're going to show a couple more videos here. And more of this. What, another thing that we, part of what we prayed for exposure, part of what we prayed for it is you need to be praying. Matter of fact, we'll pray. Let's pray it right now. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, we ask you to expose all of these young people clutching their chests and dying and, and having heart attacks on soccer fields and rugby fields around the world. Lord, this, if this was a different administration, this would be national news. If this was a, on the opposite end of the leftist political narrative, it would be, it'd be worldwide news, the amount of young people fully vaccinated dying 
or being grievously injured by this vaccination. Not to mention all of the people worldwide. Lord, if, Lord, you love the world so much. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. You love the world, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Lord, you love us. And we pray for the world that we are living in right now. This is where we are living. Someday, yes, the saved will be in heaven, but right now we live right here. And we pray over our fellow human beings. And we want their unjust deaths to be brought to justice. We want them to be brought to light. So we pray specifically over all those injured by the Pfizer, the Moderna, the Johnson & Johnson, the AstraZeneca vaccine, or any that I'm leaving out. Lord, those that have been injured by these evil, experimental vaccinations, those injured and killed, Lord, we want the, the, the information about how they died brought to the light. Bring it out, Lord. We're praying for your justice to be, to be done for those that have been injured and killed by this vaccination. Bring what's happened to them to the light with medical facts in front of courts, Lord, in front of commissions, in front of hearings, Bring it to the light. Give these people justice. Lord, we pray this. That would we be done in the heavenly realm. War to bring this about, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody says amen and amen. Dr. Scott video. What the vaccines can't do anymore is prevent transmission. Play it for me. Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody. It's over. Then cancel. Why do you have a vaccine mandate? Anywhere. If you have the CDC director that just said on national television to Wolf Blitzer that the vaccines do not stop transmission then why is Biden still in multiple lawsuits trying to uphold his vaccine mandates? If you, if you mandate a vaccination so that people won't spread COVID, but the vaccination doesn't stop transmission, what's the point of the mandate? Boy, do we live in a stupid world. Thank you all that are watching right now because listen, we are what, we are, you and us together, and Jesus is all we have in the midst of galactic, just uncomprehendable stupidity. But it's really not even stupidity. What? It's not even hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. It's people glomming and pining and grasping for power. And you're, and you're the stepping stone. You're the step stool to that power by masking you, by vaccinating you, by controlling you. And we say no. Because it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Pfizer CEO, only 10% effective. Play it for me. Uh, and we know that um, the, three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a the booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Against uh, uh, deaths, I think, very good. Um, and less protection against uh, infection. Now, 
We are working on a, on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1, let me put it that way, that uh, will cover Omicron as well. And, uh, of course, uh, we are waiting to, to have the final results. The vaccine will be ready in March. If we continue to go down the booster route that we're going right now, people will need 900 vaccinations. That's an absolute fact. If we continue to go down the path that we're going right now, of course, I'll never take it. I know most of you will never take it. But right there, the Pfizer CEO just said that our vaccinations are useless to stop transmission. And the entire COVID, the leftist COVID agenda that they've adopted to usher in all of their evil is based on the vaccination stopping transmission. And they don't. We are winning we will win. These mandates will come down. America will be free. I don't know about other countries. America will be free. We will pray. We will continue to win. Watch. I want you to know. You've noticed the things that we prayed tonight. Is that the evil would come to the light? That all those that are pushing out you know, absolute lies would be brought to the light? And that these vaccine deaths would be brought to the light? Watch them now. Expect now. Expect God to move. Watch these people be brought to the light. Be brought to the light. And listen, this is Proverbs chapter 24, 17, 18. Do not gloat when your enemy falls. Do not, do not rejoice when you see your enemy. Do not, just do not gloat when your enemy falls. When he stumbles, do not let your heart rejoice or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from him. Don't mock. Don't, all we're wanting is God's justice. God's justice. That's all that we're wanting. And even more importantly than that, that that justice would cause those people to run to the cross and be saved. I want Anthony Fauci saved. I want Joe Biden saved. I want Kamala Harris saved. God so loved even them that he sent his only begotten son. We were all woeful sinners. We're all Romans 3.23 Christians. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So what we want is God's justice to expose their evil to prompt them to repentance. That's what we want. And Lord, that is what we pray for. In Jesus' mighty name. I love you all back here Thursday night, 8.30, more facts, 90 minutes of fury. God bless you. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBlee.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBlee.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.